Hey, welcome back everybody to HCMT. It's your host, Corey. Um, I got another one for you. It's about this lady named Camille Paglia, and she explains why men are the weaker sex, weaker than women, of course. And I'm sharing my screen with you right now, so let's get into it. I feel that woman is the superior sex. Woman is the dominant sex, and that men have fled to technology, fled to artistic achievement to escape woman's dominance. That's my argument. Why there are no great women artists? So let's start by going in the deep end. Um, one of the many that was a good provocative point. and some would say outrageous remarks that you make in your book, Sexual Persona, um, talking about men's creativity versus female creativity, reads like this: If civilization had been left in female hands we'd still be living in grass huts. Now, explain that. <laughs> well, I don't mean to say that men are more inherently creative than women. I feel that the sexes have an equal potential for creativity. I'm just saying that in history, the great revolutions, the great moves forward, the, the, the experimental um, radical gestures have, have been made by men and that we have to sort of accept this. I think that part of it is there is a kind of uh, outlaw or a law-breaking element, uh, an Oedipal drama in, um, in great revolutionary thinkers. And, that, and, and it's just that women don't like to cause pain. I think that's one of the reasons why women have not made great revolutionary art. And also, I say secondly, that um, men have a greater capacity for obsessiveness or tunnel vision. Another one of my one-liners is there is no female Mozart because there is no female Jack the Ripper. Hmm. So for me, both genius and crime are deviations from the human norm. I feel that women are, are more realistic, more centered, that their minds, in fact, are, are multi-tracked. We have a kind of global. I think this video is a little old. It says it was um, it was uploaded in um, April 20, 2020, but um, this video looks, you can tell by maybe the hairstyle and everything and the video uh, quality that it's uh, a little old, but she still makes some good points here. So I'm, I'm looking at what she was saying just a, a second ago when she said, there's no female Jack the Ripper. There's no female Mozart. Yeah, because men do have this drive. We do have this uh, awareness and this determination to accomplish something, especially if you got your, uh, your best foot forward and your mind right. Uh, yeah, you, you want to accomplish great things. And let's see what else she has to say awareness. So in, in some ways you're talking about, I suppose, what others would call a kind of biological determinism. From our sex, therefore, comes what we can achieve and what we can't achieve. Well, biological determinism would mean that bi biology is fate, right? Anatomy is destiny. I, I in, point, in fact, believe that one has the obligation to defy nature, like Captain Ahab, and shake one's fist in the, in the face of nature. Everything great that the human species has done has been in defiance of nature. It's been the creation of an artificial realm, right? But, mm -hmm. but I do feel it's, it's, it's not that I'm a determinist but rather I feel that, that women are indeed by our bodies linked more into nature. We, we, we have more of a sense of reality because of that. We have a fantastically complex reproductive. It's pretty funny that she said in the, in the sense women have a, a fundamental reality or, or more grounded into reality. And um, <laughs> I don't know, modern woman would beg to differ because some of the things they want in men, some of the things they want in life, uh, some it's it's beyond reality it's <laughs> i i would like to think men are more realistic and everything so i don't know let's see what else she has to say of machinery that science still does not understand right that and that they all oh, the ancient um parallel between woman's uh, menstrual cycle and and the phases of the moon that that is something that still holds that we're not in total control of our bodies and that's part of our of our of our greatness as a sex now you see some people would say 
listen, all this is stuff we've heard before a million times. This is like, you know, old fashioned biological analysis in kind of new clothes, in yes. new radical clothes. Yes, it, it is, it is a go it's going backwards, right? And trying to recover the, the history of the gender, trying to go back and finding archetypes in the, in the archaic wisdom of the race, you know, something that has to do with, with the present. I think feminism, this current phase of feminism that began 20 years ago, tried to remake male and female totally new. And it, it was looking for a kind of brave new world, everyone exactly the same utilitarian Mao suits and so on. 20 years down the line, I think people are not happy and that both sexes are wandering, both sexes are looking for, for who they are. So I think that, that here at the end of the century and the end of the millennium, one of the reasons for the popularity of my work now is that I'm giving the long view, starting from prehistory and going to the present. In point of fact, I'm saying human nature has not changed. We are the same. We have never really evolved. There are all kinds of dark impulses in us that, um, that current um, liberal um, you know, um, rhetoric in, in both feminism and in the, the academy, they, they refuse to face. And that's a that's a true statement refuse to face the reality of what it is so when she said women are based in reality I, I i disagree or people in general can be uh delusional like thinking uh about biology people think they can change their biology they can change their anatomy to some degree but it goes back to like what i was saying in the past you know a man still has testicles women still have ovaries even if you're one or the other and you're trying to go trans man or trans woman, you still have some obstacles, some very heavy obstacles that you, you, you just, your body, you can't overcome. Now you can go and get a breast implant. Um, you can cut off your, your penis. Uh, a, a woman can get facial hair by taking testosterone and a, a man can take estrogen to become more ladylike, but all in all, he still can't have a child. He still can't breastfeed. He still can't, he doesn't have ovaries uh, to produce eggs. Same with the woman, excuse me. Same with the woman. She can put on a fake uh, penis on her, but it's still a fake penis. It doesn't have real semen in it <laughs> to, to impregnate a, a, a woman. Now, can you grow facial hair? Sure. That's some more external stuff, but she can't grow balls. I mean, it's crazy. But anyway, let's continue. Partly you're saying, of course, that not only has human nature not changed, but in opposition to a feminism that would believe it is possible to change it, to give women a better deal. You're saying that there is something in nature that is dark, that is violent, that whatever we strive for, mm -hmm. we will always return into a world. That, that, that's correct. Fact. However, I am a 60s social activist. I am a reformist. I'm behind the reform movements of the last 200 years. When there is an injustice in society, we must remedy it. If there are any barriers to women's advancement, political or legal barriers, they must be removed. But I'm saying that the problems between the sexes cannot be fully resolved through passing rules, regulations, and legislation. Okay, That, in fact, we are much greater than merely our social selves. If there's a dark the area of our of our sexual and emotional selves is like it's like a huge sea it's way under the surface and, it, and from the moment that this current phase of feminism threw freud out which it did when he was declared a, a sexist 20 years ago it, it condemned itself to rigidity now i am a feminist I, there are 200 years of feminism behind me going back to mary wollstonecraft in 1790 all right i'm kind of product of actually the 20s 30s feminism i was very inspired by Catherine hepburn amelia Earhart, and so on women of great in, uh, self-reliance independence and so heroes on. really well yes but also women who did not denigrate men. That is part of the problem. <laughs> I'm laughing at the lady, the, the, the interviewer. Uh, she said, 
heroes, right? She 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 just had to throw that in there. Yes, they're heroes. We know that, but do you need to remind this lady who she is? She's probably the biggest um, um, cheerleader of feminism, but she's also grounded in the fact that biology doesn't change human evolution is we really haven't evolved past what we think we are like we think we can beat the clock we think we can um surpass evolution like i was saying earlier when people are changing their biology or trying to change their biology said no i identify as a, a man you know i i identify as a woman because i, I want to not because your your anatomy says no, your biology uh, your biology says no. You have a you have a a vagina. You're a female. You have a penis. You're a male. You know things like that. So it's funny. Uh, let's continue. Okay, with current feminist ideology, that is that I, I feel that that a, that a realistic feminism of the 21st century should not be based on the necessity for male change. We will never change men. We can only change ourselves. All right. We must remove the barriers to our advancement in society. Okay. But but you see, to, uh, Amelia Earhart, for example, or any of those women, the great women faculty members of of the of the women's colleges in America, Bryn Mawr, Vassar, Smith, the, the, the late 19th century, early 20th century, they didn't denigrate men. They didn't denigrate male. That's Right. They didn't sit around holding hands and you know and, and complaining about you know, about men all the time, right? They saw that the human record. They saw what men had achieved in the human record. They admired it, and they said women can achieve at that level too. And that's what animated me, and also Simone de Beauvoir. But yeah. are you saying that you're the role model? Yes, I think I'm a wonderful role model for young women. All right? I, I, I do because I'm I'm completely self reliant. All right, I I don't look to um, approval from anyone. I've never lived, uh, you know, with a man. I you know I, my my evidence could, could be uh, she served no man. All right. I see. I've never been a victim of men. I've never allowed men to victimize me. All right. And I think that's the problem is that we have too many feminists today who, who have who have been weak toward men and now need feminist ideology to explain their own. So weakness. are you the third wave of feminism? Yes, I think that 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 the feminism of the 21st century, okay, will be much more realistic. Right? The, the men now accept that women can are competent. We, we, men accept women's True. competence. Now it's a, now I think we we are taking pleasure in our sexual difference. Mm. Anyways, that's all we have for that video. Um, sorry about the end right there. Um, reach out to me once again. My um, hosting site is Anchor. Dot fm forward slash Corey Hayes, C-O-R-E-Y-H-A-Y-E-S, all one word. And you can um, send, you can send um, messages, you can send videos, anything like that. If you, if you have something that you find interesting that we can view together on this uh, podcast. Also, if you're watching on Spotify, this is in video format too, if you're able to watch it. Uh, um, I'm more inclined to uh, anybody who has uh uh, positive, uh, constructive criticism on it. Like I said, I'm, I am working on the, um, the sound a little bit, but like I said, I'm not in a non-treated room. It's just an open room and echoes and I'm on a main road. So you'll hear car noise, everything. Um, I try my best to, to, uh, not have the AC on or fans going in the background. So it's disturbing us or even harder to hear, but I'm working on it again. And I want to thank everybody. And I want everyone to have a wonderful day.